everybody and welcome. This is the Mazao Talks podcast, which is a platform for both knowledge sharing and peer-to-peer exchange between small and medium-scale farmers across Kenya. We feature contributions by farmers, budding farmers, agri-food experts, as we drive discussions on good agricultural practices, as well as business opportunities that are readily available for the youth. This podcast is made possible by the European Union Funded Market Access Upgrade Program, MACAP, which is implemented by United Nations Industrial Development Organization, UNIDO, and is produced right here at Semabox. Yeah, so as we start, please remember to like, share, and subscribe on all our platforms. Our handle is at Markup Kenya on Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook. For more information about any of the topics we discuss, please find us at markupkenya.org. My good name is Jason. I am Sheila. And no matter who you are, you, you can farm. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Mazao Talks podcast. It's so great that you guys are here with us. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Mazao Talks podcast is a platform for knowledge sharing and peer-to-peer exchange between small and medium-scale farmers across Kenya. This show features contributions by farmers, budding farmers, and agri-food experts. We want to drive discussions on good agricultural practices as well as the business opportunities that are available in the farm produce value chain, especially for the youth. This podcast is made possible by the European Union-funded Market Access Upgrade Program, Markup, which is implemented by the United Nations Industrial Development Organization, UNIDO, and produced at Semabox. If you're new to the show, we are so glad that you have joined us and we would like to thank you for taking your time to be here. We have a wealth of resources and information on different platforms, and we will be sharing that with you as we move along. Meanwhile, please feel free to follow, like, share, and most importantly, to subscribe. If you know someone who can further benefit from this, please share this with them and let them know we are on now. For more information on any of the topics we discuss and further useful resources, please find us at markupkenya.org. Connect with us on our socials. We are at Markup Kenya on Twitter, Instagram, and also on Facebook. I have a question for you. When it comes to herbs and spices. I heard you. Is it herbs? <laughs> I said herbs. herbs. But you know, being Kenyan is so difficult because, you know, Hub, hub, hub is all the same. <laughs> I'm talking about herbs, like H E R B S. Oh, you mean herbs? Yeah, where I'm from, it's hubs. Hubs. Herbs, yeah. But <laughs> today we're going to use herbs. Is that fine, Jason? I'm, I'm perfectly that herbs. So, when it comes to herbs and spices, what are the most that you enjoy in your food? Do you cook using herbs and spices? And do you know the process of farming and processing herbs and spices? Can you imagine that well-made Swahili pilau with a mapochopocho and all? Mm? Or that well-marinated Kenyan nyamachoma that is globally famous? Can you see it? That entire greatness is all the work of herbs and spices. To get us going, do you think you can tell us the Swahili and local indigenous names for the following herbs and spices? We have chives, rosemary, dill, marjoram, basil, mint, 
parsley, coriander, curry leaves, and celery. Can you? If you can, please go ahead and drop us a line in the comment section and we will give you a hamper. As they say in adverts, hurry up while stocks last. <laughs> Commercially, herbs and spices have a large consumer base in Europe and the world in general. Hence why it is such a good export market. Kenya made approximately 6.5 billion shillings in 2019 for the export of herbs and spices. And although that sounds like a big number, it actually only represents about 2% of the global export market. So this actually means that Kenya has a brilliant opportunity to grow this market share, especially since our climate is very favorable. A recent study by Markup Kenya shows that a lot less herbs were exported against the production available. There are many reasons for this, but the major one is the Global Gap Certification. So today we are in Nakuru County, specifically Subukia Sub-County. And with us, we have a wonderful lady. And I will just let her introduce herself because I don't think I can do justice to her. Okay, I'm Luth Munyoro. I do farming at uh, Subukia. My farm, our farm is uh, located in Nakuru County, in Subukia Sub County, mm. and it's known as Itimore Worldwide Limited. Asante sana for having us. You've taken us around the farm, and I mean, it's the amount of knowledge I've gotten from you is so much. So I wanted to know. If there's someone listening to the podcast, could you give us an overview of the crop production and the process from the time you start to the time you finish? Okay. For the herbs, we have various varieties and uh, the timing differ from one variety to the other. Mm. There are those crops that take a sh shorter period and there are also uh, the other crops that take a longer period. Mm. I'll take uh, some of the few of the crop that uh, takes a shorter period, that is uh, basil. For basil, it goes uh, for propagation for three weeks. Mm. Then after three weeks, you do the, uh, the transplanting. After transplanting, you have to eat another three weeks. Then you start doing the harvesting. Yeah. Uh, for the basil, it will, depend with the, it will depend with the climate because for the basil, you need a warm, warm area. Mm compared with other, and you must do it in a greenhouse. No shortcut for basil, it must be in a greenhouse. Mm. That is because that uh, it, it attracts a lot of pests and also diseases, so it must be in an enclosed area. So the period that I made for the, from basil, from planting to harvesting, you take a period of six weeks, and then you, you are ready to do your first harvesting. Wow. Yeah. And, and what do you produce the most, like from your farm here, and also in the, in the sector? What herbs are produced the most? Okay, for the herbs, uh, we always say that uh, this market is a basket of it. Mm. But the one that carries a um, uh, high percentage of the sales is the basil. Because current will not give you an uh, order of other product if you have no basil. Because mm. basil takes 70% mm -hmm. of, of the market, of the herbs market. Yeah. And uh, it's, it, it's easier to grow because... Um, you have to invest in a greenhouse first because uh, of the, the, the various uh, things that are violated before. Mm. It's, it is very attractive. Mm. And the, the way it is attractive, it, is, it also attracts a lot of pests mm. and also diseases. So 
That's why I'm trying to say that you have to invest in a greenhouse for a basil if you want to start for a basil. But uh, the output or the outcome, it's, uh, it's amazing. Mm. Because it's only crop in the world you harvest every week. You harvest it today, then after five, seven days, you're in the second harvest. Again and again. Yes, again and again. But it, we have we have maximum cuts because the more it's growing old, mm. the more the quality is decreasing. Mm. Some people will do even to 14 cuts. But the, it will depend on the client, the client demand. Mm. Some clients will tell you, I, I need a maximum of eight. Others will tell you four. Others will tell you 10 and on and on. Mm. Also, the climate matters a lot. Yeah. Because the more the more it's in the better in the better climate and also the type of soil. The type of soil also matters a lot because for those people who are doing inside the soil, mm. they will not harvest uh, more cuts than the people who are doing in red soil or in cotton soil. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, Ruth, you know, yes. like you said, this is a very lucrative business and we are trying to get young people to try out these things. So maybe Kuna, a young person somewhere, they're listening to us right now yeah. and they want to try basil, they want to try the um, chives, all the other herbs you showed us at your farm, but how are you where they can start? What would you tell them right now? What do they need to know? What do they need to do? Okay, what they would need to know is that... Um, it's not all the crops that um, need, a, need a large investment. But the more you invest, the more the outcome and the, or the more the, the heavier your pocket will be. Mm. Because for the chives and basil, the two crops, you have no shortcut. Mm. You have to, to start in a greenhouse. For a young farmer who wants to start a farming and don't have that capital, because for the greenhouse, it's a, it's a huge, huge investment, you can start with something we call outdoor. Outdoor is a just open land, and also there are also crops that does well in outdoor, and you might not necessarily do them in the greenhouse. Yeah. What you need, you just need to 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 to, to talk with the, the companies who do propagation. You get seeds, and also before you do you do planting, mm. there are various things as I know I normally tell the farmers to do. One, climate. Climate matters a lot because you may have interest to do them. Mm. You may have interest to do rosemary. You may have to do uh, another idea to do, but your climate or location of your lad, lad will put you off on mm. that. So one thing before you make a decision on which crop to plant, you have to, to look for the climate. The other thing you have to look is a uh, load network because your produce will be ready, but will it be, you will be able to, to be taking it to the market throughout the year. Mm. Does it mean when you are the rainy season, you not and your produce already. So there are so many that, uh, you have things you have to look. Mm -hmm. One I've, I've said earlier is the climate, yeah. and two the other thing is the type of the soil. There's also a mistake that uh, most of the farmer does. They do the planting without doing something we call soil analysis. When you do the soil test, mm -hmm. it will be able to tell you the content or the nutrients that are in the soil. So. You see, most of the, 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 the this thing has become expensive because people will be feeding crops, and yet they have not they, they, they are not sure of what they are feeding because you know you have something like nitrogen, mm. potassium, every element or every nutrient have it's useful to in one way to the other. Yeah, that's why I always advise farmers to do soil tests before you do any type of farming. Then the other thing is distant to airport mm. because uh, these are perishable goods and they need to be airport the shortest time possible. So the far the further the, the, the you are, the more risky you are taking the business because um, although nowadays there is something we call shade, shade uh, cold chain temperatures mm -hmm. that tells you that you can also in the big Galisa and you try to transport your things in a 
refrigerated truck. Mm. So there are so many things you have to check, as I've said, I've said earlier. But for the young youth who want to do the farming, the advice that I can tell them is to to, to, to talk to the agronomists who are near them mm. so that they can know the best crop to grow on their area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We You've mentioned to us about your company, Eat More Worldwide, and yeah. that you export a lot of the products you're growing here. Yeah. So do you feel like there's room for more people like you to join the industry? Do you need more? Yes. For us, we do contract farmers, this mm. one being, and in, in the uh, hubs, they are taken in large volumes. In tons, you take, you export tons and tons. Mm. As I said earlier, these are perishable goods. So for me to make a ton of the, of the hubs produce, I'll take a week. What will happen to the crop that I harvested uh, day five one. days ago? Yeah. So, for me, just within one day or two days, the product in the airport. So I'll do certain percentage, then I give another farmer to do the other percentage mm. in order for me to make the, the big volume. So at uh, my point is, um, as we have said that, it's, uh, it's perishable. It's something not, uh, I am just doing 2% of the market. Wow. You find most of the time I'm given orders, but I can't be able, even if, so the more people join this industry, mm. the more, I can assure people, whoever is listening to me, mm. market, the hubs market is very wide. Yeah. Because it is widely eaten the whole, in the whole world. Mm. So there is room for us to just do 2% of the orders that we are giving. Maybe you could tell us what are some of our biggest uh, markets that we export to? For me, my biggest market is in UK. Mm. I also have a market in Saudi Arabia. I also have a market in Russia and Netherlands. Although the other farmers or other clients who are interested, but my capacity or uh, I cannot, I don't satisfy them. I just satisfy their their orders. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the study done by Markup, we saw that um, farmers like you and contractors who who do herbs and spices, they are more likely to be global gap certified yeah. than any of the other crops we've looked yeah. at in this podcast. Yeah. So maybe do you what do you think is the reason why herbs and spices People are really making sure they are going for that certification. Yes, you know, okay, that's a good question. Uh, as I have uh, talked about Basil, mm -hmm. you harvest it in every week. You will find that most of the chemicals that uh, other the farmers used to play for the Basil, there's no chemicals you will find. Uh, having PHI, PHI those are pre-harvest interval. That means when you spray it it has some duration that the chemical has to be, to clear. Oh. So you see, with, so they are very strict. More so in the basil, leave other crops. Mm. Basil is nice because you have a every week. And also government of other countries, they have to make sure that the product they are getting for their, for their citizen, it's, it's for them, it is free from the pest, yeah. it is free from the chemicals. In order for you to be global gap satisfied, you cannot spot other things without the global gap. But for the basil, mm. you have you must have a global gap. Because of that, the, you see, you can see the richness of uh, spraying a chemical in seven days and you need to harvest. So for the global gap, it's there to satisfy you that you follow all regulations. You follow all the regulations, you have the park house, you have the, the, the grading area, you have uh, the facilities needed, mm. your product is taken in the, 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 the temperature needed. That is why the government in other countries is very strict. 
on this on this certificate. You must have a global gap. Maybe I could just ask you, it's not here, but in terms of Basel, like what what do you do different from you said it's very high risk. So mm. are there like specific precautions you have to take that you don't necessarily take with the other herbs and spices? Yeah. For me I do pure organic. Mm. Uh, for me, I do pure organic farming. And pure organic farming, I will not worry about the chemicals. Unlike other people, they may, the product may be ready yeah. for harvest, but it has not cleared the, 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 the PHI. Oh. You get my argument? Yeah. But when you, get, you, you use the chemical, you use the organic, mm. you are sure of your crop is ready to be eaten at any time. Mm. That is a secret to use rather than other people uses. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about women and youth, especially women in this industry. Yeah. I've seen you have a couple of ladies working for you on the farm, even in the parking house. Are there more women and young people trying to join the industry in your view? Yeah, for me, okay, there are very young people, so many young people who want to do the farming because, you know, for the, for the farming, you are self-employed. Mm. You are not a dying one. And again, you have the experience too. You have the you have the time to do all the, the experience. Unlike when you are employed. Mm. Because when you are employed, you have to, to you have to, to work at a certain condition. Or you have to work at a certain uh, protocol of the company. Yeah. But when you are in the farming, you have the field. It's you and the soil mm. to do to, to, to look at which is the best which is the best thing to do. So you'll find that uh, most of the youth have now come to realize that, that the farming. Famine sasa pesa iko kwa mchanga. Unlike before, watu wengi wakisikia, even the, taking the courses for, related to the famine, you will find very few ladies or very few youth taking mm. the same course. But now, since the agriculture industry has, it's growing, and maybe people for, like us, uh, they, they are challenging some people, people have changed, have changed their mind. Yeah. So for me, I can see. Most of many women's, uh, women doing the doing farming and also the youth. Mm. So I'm getting encouraged because unlike the three, the three years ago, now people have now embraced the... They're the, putting the in effort. Yeah. A challenge we keep hearing of, especially mm. with the youth and women, mm. is um, land, getting mm. access to land. Mm. Either, you know, it's a husband or it's children are not able to use the land because their parents wouldn't give them permission. Mm. How are you able to overcome that and, and establish what you have now? Okay. What I can say is that um, I can tell uh, whoever is, is listening to me is that the problem you have, somebody somewhere has a solution. Mm. It's only that you don't know where that somebody is. Somebody somewhere is lady to lease a lad. Mm. And also somebody somewhere is ready to take the lad. So getting a lad is not an issue because it is, a, it's a, I always say that, um, like for me, when I started, I had no capital. Mm -hmm. I had the knowledge of the farming, but I had no capital. What did I do? I looked for someone with the capital, but not knowledge. knowledge. So when we combined, that's why we are here. Mm. So I can encourage you that um, all, the, all women, the, the problem you have, somebody has a solution for somewhere. You. So it's not necessarily that you, st you, you start with a big capital. You can, you can also take your knowledge. Mm. Someone else uh, has the capital 
and I, I have seen it working with so many people. For because team. for me, people are calling me every day. Who they have had? Mm. What can I do? But I can't be able to, to be everywhere. So that tells you, people are ready and willing to, to do farming, mm. but they have no... For us, it's only to come to farm, like eat more, get the knowledge, and then use the knowledge and you are, you, you are good to go. Yeah. So let, let them not sit back and say they have no capital. Let them look for someone with the capital or someone with the land, and they combine their knowledge and they move on. Uh, once again, thank you so much for having us here. Uh, your farm is very impressive and very inspiring. Um, and also hearing your journey and how you started has been quite amazing. And I, I think I have to say congratulations on, on a job well done. Thank you. Uh, this has been really, really inspiring. Thank you. Let's, let's talk about traceability because it's something um, that we keep hearing most farmers talking about. Yeah. The kind of traceability you're doing on your farm, mm. uh, this is out of interest. Is it manual or is it digital? Are you using like barcodes or is it manual records? For us, we use manual records. Okay. Uh, because uh, in the farm... Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a form that you have to fill every day. Okay. That I that signed by there, the person that I'm talking about, the qualified uh, agronomist. Yeah. Today I spread this chemical. The, it's, it, I was targeting this. Mm -hmm. This is what I was targeting in my chemical. This is the expected date. And this, oh. is, this, is, this is the expected day of harvest. Okay. Before you do any harvesting, you have to go the record. I want to harvest this broke. It is ready. Then, before you start harvesting, you have to look at the record of the, mm. of the broke. Mm. You see, so if it is not ready, if the chemical is not cleared and the, the crop is ready, you have no, you okay. have no solution. Also in the past, we have some, most of the farmers have that problem. Mm. Basil grow fast yeah. as it's in the home media. So you find that you have to the chemical seven days, but within five days, basil is ready. What are you going to do? You have to eat for the seven days, and the more you wait, the more it overgrows. Yeah. And if it overgrows, you're out, you're out, you're out of market. So that's why I'm saying you have to look for a qualified, no shortcut. Okay. You have to look for a qualified agronomist to advise you on the same. How, in your opinion, do you think uh, farmers in the hub sector can upgrade quickly? Um, what are some of the things they can do to reach rapid growth? Okay. One, as I have uh, highlighted earlier, before you do any, do, before you do planting, you mm -hmm. have to do some research. Yeah. Like for me, I have a problem because you'll find the farmer calling you, please do the have this product, come for it. Mm. And maybe that farmer never informed you even in the first In the beginning, yeah. The market, you, you always have something we call forecast. Mm. You talk with your client. From this month, I want this and this and this and this. Mm. In this week, because we work in a week, yeah. I want this and this and this. Mm. So for me, maybe you are calling me for basil. I already I had basil field for, for that day. Mm. For one, do market research. That ah. is where all the farmers feel. They don't know what market needs. Because you just hear by someone knows me as market. He has planted oh, no. <laughs> and you don't know where the, the, yeah. the market is. So before to do this, that to, to, to make the farmer grow, they have to do market research. Mm. That is not a, that is not a, there's no shortcut on that. So that because you know for this product, uh, the market demand it's different. Yeah. The the demand that is needed in UK, it's not a market that in is a different market. In, yeah. In the Russia, or 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 Netherlands. Mm. So. Before you, you do any planting, you have to know where am I target, where is my market, who am I targeting? 
That's what I'm saying. The general of all this is market research. What are some of the other things one can do other than maintaining certain standards to protect your market share? One. Mm. Uh, there are some uh, people who are doing outgrowing. Outgrowing okay. has put people off. Listen why. Mm. In my farm, I'll be able to, to control everything that is happening, mm. starting from spraying, harvesting, uh, achieving the quality. But for the outgrowing, this is a different person. So if you want to achieve the best, the best quality, the outgrower should be under you. You are the one to, to oversee. Not the, the kind of, I, I, I'm calling someone, hello, do you have time? Yeah, I need 30 kgs. Yes, you bring the 30 kgs. You don't know how it has uh. harvested. You don't know the handling. You don't know the chemicals. The farmer will just bring. And when you export that product to the European country, uh. they don't know the outgrower. They, they know, know you. you as a account. So you are also killing your company in one way or the other. Yeah. Because also the competition there, it's high. You know, all these destination of markets to the, all the client is the same. Yeah. You get? Yeah. So you find all the client in the one market. Where and, not, you, yes. yeah, and not just locally, it's globally. It's globally. Yeah. So that you see, so and we tell you, yeah, more has no, so you are building your name or you are destroying your name. Mm. So the, uh, the, the content of all this is that if you have to source, please don't just source. Don't have that. And you don't know even the quality, you don't know the feeding, you don't know. There are so many ah. things you check in a crop. So that has killed so many companies. Even if you talk to some of the companies, they'll tell you the product that they, 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 they maybe they were caught with, <laughs> with the other head or the pest, mm. it was not from their farm. So I always tell people, be very, be very careful. Start small and be patient. Yes. Yes, okay. you better pack your 200 kgs that you have found from it more and you are sure of quality than supplying five tons of things that you have not even seen in your naked eyes. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Mm. Um, in terms of value addition for better market prices, mm. what room do we have uh, for value addition? Is it cheaper to process locally or just sell the raw products? Okay. It's a difficult question because, okay, now people are being... Even Kenyans, now they are learning on how to, mm. to consume these herbs. Even if you are, I have some workers here, if some of them, was, they will ask you, where, they are the ones who are packing, but they will ask you, is it going to be a That is the product of it. Yeah. But just ask yourself, why are the European, yeah, Giving us, why are they not growing on, on, their, on their, mm. their head? Why are they not growing on their head? They mm. want to source from Kenya. Yeah. See, for me, I'm uh, okay. Uh, even if I'm getting other products somewhere, I'm going my own. Mm. Why are these clients not getting their farm and do farming on their head? Yeah. I don't know whether you have ever asked yourself yeah. question. that question. You didn't ask that question. So, my point is this mm. in Kenya, the Pain challenge that people have. Mm -hmm. If you have no market, I've said that, yeah, don't try to plant. If you have no reliable, not only oh, the market, reliable, reliable market. markets. Perhaps we have low season and high season. Mm. Let me talk about high season. Okay. What is high season for us, herbs? Mm -hmm. This year we did not experience low season because herbs consumption in other European countries, it may 
Now people, when Corona came, everyone knows I have to be fit, I have to take, so they are taking a lot of ah, okay. unlike so, the other years before. So Corona has been a blessing in disguise for for us for then, to farmers. be on that. Yeah, because uh, and then high season is when in Europe they experience winter, yeah, winter, winter climate. Mm. The other so they don't grow. They they rely on mm. they rely on on importing uh, importing that yeah. now from Kenya or yeah. the other. Yeah. So during that time, everyone needs product because they are not growing on. Even the other farmers who have the small garden there, they can't grow on that head yeah. because of the, uh, mm. of the, uh, the that climate. So you'll find that high season when they are, the place is called for us, it's a advantage to us. Since mm. we have a blessed country, we can grow at any time during rainy season, the farming has to continue. So what I'm trying to say is that mm. um, it, it depends a lot also. Okay. It depends a lot also with the consumption. Okay. Yeah. So locally, I can't advise people to target the local market. The local market. Because they'll just take two kgs. Uh, and you have a plantation of meat about <laughs> one ton. Yeah. Then a supermarket tell you, bring for me 10 kgs. You'll not be able to tell when you live in this selling the, the one ton. So that's why we target the export because we'll ask you the whole whole they'll ask you what do you have? I have ten tons, bring it. You get okay. so it's it's rather than selling the the whole product mm. and harvesting the whole product and selling the the way it is. Um my final I can't I can't I can't encourage you on local market honestly. Okay. Yeah. My final question mm. is, uh, is is just imagine. Mm. Imagine that I gave you $1 million mm. today yeah, in you, cash. I, I'm not imagining you are giving me. Okay, here is a million dollars. <laughs> here is a how million dollars. You, you know it's how many people? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I've given you a million dollars. Okay, okay. That's about 100 and something million shillings. Mm. Where? Would you invest it in as far as hubs are concerned? Is it in the just tell me where you'd put that money? As hubs are concerned. Yeah. I would invest in greenhouses. Mm. I would invest in greenhouses because I told you that we have a cop like Basil. When you're in the third harvest already, you have got your money back. Ah. So I'll invest one billion or one 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 hundred million. Mm. And I'm very sure in two months' time I'll have three times the bond. 300. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time yeah. and thank you for having us. Yeah. It's been really amazing and thank we are you. so grateful. Thank you. All right. That's it for this week. We want to finish by saying a big thank you to all our guests today. We also want to say a big thank you to UNIDO under the EU supported markup program for making this podcast possible. Please. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to all our content. You can connect with us on social. We are at Markup Kenya on Twitter and Instagram. And our Facebook page is Markup Kenya. Remember, you can check out the program website on at markupkenya.org. You can find all the links and handles in the episode notes in the description section. Wishing you a great week ahead. And remember, no matter who you are, you, you can, can farm. farm.